Have you ever met one of those people who just can't be stopped? It's like they're unstoppable. Yeah, I have. Me too. What's their mystique? Nothing stops these people. Welcome to Mission Unstoppable with Coach Frankie Picasso. You're about to meet some of the most amazing people. They've accomplished their goals despite insurmountable odds. They beat adversity, physical hardship, and traumatic events, and emerged triumphantly. They're people just like you and me, and they're winners. Are you unstoppable? Here's Frankie to show you how. Well, hello there, and welcome to another Mission Unstoppable. I am so excited for you guys today because we are going on an incredible mission, and our guide is um, a wonderful, wonderful man. It is my great pleasure to welcome you to a man who was named Qigong Master of the Year by the 13th World Congress on Qigong and Traditional Chinese Medicine. His name is Master Ming Tong Gu, and he is also the leading authority and guide to wisdom healing Qigong, and you will come to see why he is a much sought-after international teacher, healer, and practitioner. So without further ado, there's so much that we can talk about to you, but um, we are going to talk to you instead. And I just want to say that um, I, I mentioned just briefly before we came on air that I've been spending a lot of time with you because I've been... Um, I purchased, I purchased your program and I'm really enjoying all of it. And I know that you were concerned about COVID-19 and the stress and the healing that, and, and what is happening in the world individually and progressively, I think with everybody as, as one uh, who are all linked together, it's kind of scary in a way. Um, the fear that is being put out because we don't want that. We want the opposite of that. So in your in your mind, what is what do you make of all this? What are you making of all you know this mm. this pandemic? Yes. Well, first of all, thank you for um, providing this program, and really wonderful to be with you and also with all the listeners and audience. You know, concerned with the well-being of yourself, well-being of your family, well-being of life in general and especially at this giving time of extraordinary challenges. And so also I really like the name of your program called Mission Unstoppable. <laughs> Realizing we are in a mission, that's important. So on one hand, you know, every phenomenon, all the challenge happening appears unstoppable right now. <laughs> Beyond yes. You know, beyond anything that we predicted or prepared for it in a way. So, but we can start in a mission ourselves, a right. deeper mission, spiritual mission, you know, healing mission, and can make that unstoppable. And that is a really wonderful opportunity, wonderful opportunity. So on one hand, you know, really recognizing the great challenge we're facing, all the stress, all the anxiety, and all the condition we're experiencing, health crisis, economical issues, you know, all the isolation. And, but I feel, you know, most important, um, um, let's say, challenges we're not addressing so much or we're not even aware of so much we're experiencing it. But it's um, really stress, anxiety, and fear, and emotional Anxiety. So that is um, something I feel even more contagious 
Yeah. Uh, <laughs> if not more, at least as contagious as the coronavirus. <laughs> and uh, but also the implication of that is more um, destructive. More disease, the, more destructive, more. Yeah. The virus, you know, eventually, yes, this incredible suffering, incredible challenge, including loss of life right now. Um, yes, we're going to move through that. You know, eventually we'll have a vaccine, you know, eventually going to move out of that. But the, the, the fear, the anxiety is a pattern of human being that mm-hmm. we're experiencing not only right now, but we carry from history, carry right. from our genetic, carry from our life, you know, history, even intergenerational. And that is a deeper issue. It's a hidden issue. Right. And now that issue is activated by the virus, but also is a become an opportunity for we can work with a deeper issue than just what are the virus is, you know, what is the political, you know, economical conditions, you know, the stress and so on but go deeper inside of us, how we can change that pattern, because that pattern is a deeper cause for all other issues we're experiencing in human history, including conflict, violence, you know, environmental destruction, and also um, not able to take care of our own health, take care of our own energy, so to speak. Right, yeah. So that is the piece I really feel most important I want to bring to the awareness of uh, whoever is listening. Well, we have a lot to talk about. I know that. But I just want folks to know a little bit about you before we go back to Qigong and, and all of the wonderful things that it can do. Um, because, you know, I, I, I just want to say, I do think that this is a, a, a reset, a time of reset, so we can reset everything, you know. But let's talk about you for a moment. Because you came from China, from a village. Um, and somehow, miraculously, I don't know how, but you're going to tell us, <laughs> You managed to come and get two master's degree in the United States, one in mathematics, one in fine arts. I mean, that's pretty phenomenal. Now, was that something that you thought about as a little boy? Gee, I'm going to manifest this for myself. How did this come up? How did this come about? It's really quite amazing. I didn't have any plan. Uh, <laughs> no plans. <laughs> in China in a small village in a very poor family and adopted, was adopted a couple of times. And then you were adopted was, a couple of times? Yeah, it was not a really easy, you know, childhood. And, but from very young age, I had an intuitive feeling I was going to leave, you know, my hometown or, you know, go to a far, far away place. I don't know what that means. And um, it was still shocking when I came to U.S., you know, when I was 20-some years old. I didn't realize I left her home so far. <laughs> and, uh, and I was literally the first one in, in the town or village wow. and able to go to college at a time of end of cultural revolution. And, um, you know, was was not possible for me even have any kind of future. Yeah. It's just being a farm, farmer, you know, but uh, just I work hard <laughs> in one way. But on the other hand, it's just uh, a lot of like, things. Who helped you? Did you have a teacher help you? Did somebody give you a scholarship? Like, how did, how did it come about? I, um, yeah, I think my teacher from elementary school, middle school, high school, 
kind of recognize me, you know, have some gift <laughs> and uh, intelligent enough to support me, you know, on the way. And my family was so poor, but my mother was so determined to give me a new future. Nice. Really, you know, leave it to mom. Enough food to eat, but she sent me to school to move slow these difficult time. Then the end of cultural revolution just things open up, and you can take an exam, able to go to college. Right. That was not possible before because you are classified by your political, you know, status. Sure. And so that's the qualification go to college. But I didn't have this kind of qualification, so I have to work very hard, pass the exam. Then, then the, the time was opened up. Actually, the second year in the whole, you know, um, contemporary history, you were able to enter college by your academic accomplishment instead of by government's choice oh, or okay. choice, so to speak. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that was kind of lucky, <laughs> but it worked hard enough. But then I came. It to was US. destiny. I think it was all predetermined for you. Totally, yeah. And another interesting story of me come to the U.S. is not really by my plan. Well, I didn't have any desire to come to U.S. I have no idea, you know, what is American. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so, and, and a teacher, a professor, very accomplished professor in mathematics, came to China visiting the college I was studying as a graduate student already. And、um, I was choosing one of these two, come to U.S. with him, offer scholarship, offer you know opportunity to come to the U.S.、Right. So I had no idea what that means. So I was very excited when I come here. It's like exposed to new life, new op- opportunity, but new、um, everything was new culture,、yeah. everything. Exactly everything. Everything. UCSD. <laughs> oh, was it? <laughs> wow. Yeah, and even the ocean. I mean, that was all brand new. Yeah, I loved it. I just like was totally excited. You know, open to the new horizon, my new life. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's an amazing story,、um, and I love it. And Qigong wasn't on your horizon. You didn't even really think about it, know about it, did you? Not at all. You know, I didn't Qigong either. And I heard of Qigong, but I don't know what it is. You know, and most people in China know Tai Chi more、right. than Qigong, but、um, most people still don't know what Qigong is in terms of direct experience, in terms of the depths, the philosophic orientation, way of life, way of healing. So most people are still not aware even now.、Yeah. So, and I discover here in actually in Columbus, Ohio, when I study fine arts at the time. So.、Um, Then I have to, you know,、um, go back to China to study with my teacher, Dr. Peng Ming. So it's like completing a whole circle. I came here to discover Qigong, then went back to China to study more, complete my training. Then I came back to U.S. to teach in the last twenty years now. So how did you meet Dr. Peng?、Mm, just one thing leads to another.、Um, Actually, slow his book first. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Now, I, I let, let's tell folks. He, Doctor Ping,、uh, was your mentor. He was a grandmaster, Qigong master, and he had a hospital, a medicineless 
hospital in China where he treated over 200,000 people without medicine using Qigong to, to cure what people called incurable diseases. And he had a very, he was very effective. Yeah. Well, you know, interestingly, he was trained uh, as a physician. Right. In, West in Western medicine. medicine. Mm -hmm. And, but also specialized in TCM as well. And he's a long-term practitioner since childhood. So as a medicine doctor, he started experimenting this Qigong technique with his patient and getting an incredible result. So especially treating, you know, chronic condition, that means incurable from medicine point of view, from right. conventional allopathic point of view, they're incurable. You can only manage a symptom. <laughs> so, but he started experimenting this Qigong technique and getting amazing results beyond, you know, the medicine can understand, beyond the conventional science can understand. So he decided to open a big center at a time when I was there, 5,000 people practicing Qigong together. Amazing. And I for one month at a time. So the result was, you know, was, is, because he's a doctor, he, he wanted the patient to have a, he calls them students, doesn't call them as patient. So have a, like a medical, conventional medical check before the program, yeah. then check afterwards one month later, and then compare the result. If it's a measurable change according conventional stand, then say effective. And that is 90, he realized 95% of the effective rate. And that is unsinkable yeah. from a medicine point of view. So we're so, talking cancer. We're talking like Parkinson's. We're talking all like 168 different kinds of diseases and, and afflictions that were cured. I mean, it's, it, it, and you yourself were cured. Yeah, most people have uh, tried everything, tried everything, you yeah. know, conventional medicine, integrated medicine, Chinese, traditional medicine, acupuncture, you name it. Yeah. So they come to Qigong as a last result, last hope. And even for my case, in my next start practicing Qigong, quickly become very dedicated, you know, very diligent, and I know, you know, this is important. But not because I'm thinking of I can heal my own condition of asthma, sclerosis, because that was named as healable. So right. what's the point? You know, I don't really have that hope. But by diligent practice, as a surprise. <laughs> as a surprise, surprise. Let's, let's go back there one second. You cured your scoliosis, which is incurable. Right. Asthma since a, a young child. And yeah. And you had something else. What else? What was the other thing that you had? The two main, I yeah, think. the two main things. And, and you actually got to the root cause of your asthma, and you had no idea why you had, why you had asthma. You had forgotten an event that, that was internal. Like we were talking about at the beginning of the program, the generational, the, the causes that we don't even know about that sit inside us, you found that through Qigong. And whoop, gone. Yeah, yeah, it's like... Um, you know, it's not overnight gone, so it's like it uh, takes practice. Right. But even, you know, I didn't know it was possible to heal this condition or didn't remember, as you mentioned, what happened in my childhood mm -hmm. causing that issues. And, but slow the practice, you allow, you know, you really discover not only the, your body, 
the importance of your body, but deeper dimension of your body, energy system of your body, and how the connection in the mind, the, the heart, and the body is connected, is interconnected, right. that continuously contributing to your health, to your experience of life as a human being. But your whole history is really creating this energetic program inside of you so that you're experiencing the way you're experiencing, including your health. So um, Qigong is allowing you to go to the, that deeper dimension of your energy system, so discovering these patterns, these programming. Then in the process, yeah, you're upgrading your programming. So while you're doing that, you're releasing the old program, releasing the energy imprints of right. history, including trauma. So the healing of trauma, of healing of the, the condition of asthma, in my case, is the same process. It's naturally happened. And you so, wrote in your book, you wrote in your book, I'm going to stop you for a moment, because it, it, we don't want to get the idea that it's just easy. You have to work <laughs> at it. But you wrote in the book that you actually had to work through the toughest, hardest part, and you kept going, like you were coughing and bringing up stuff, and, 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 it was, and you didn't feel good, but you kept doing it, because as you did it, you, you actually cleared it out of your body, your physical body. Yeah, that's a really important part of this healing process. We I think that's important, yeah. Purification. You know, often we're thinking, we're always looking for the best result, but also like easiest way to get there, you know, shortcut, <laughs> quick Yeah, fix. shortcuts, yeah. yeah. Realizing, oh, you know, I'm responsible for my energy system. You know, everything else is happening in life. You know, when people are asking me, you know, what is the cause of disease? You know, even in my... Do you my know case, you? Do you say you? <laughs> You're the cause of disease. <laughs> even, you know, that traumatic event is activating, you know, whatever, you know, energy programming in me, you know, cannot breathe, you know, become asthma. But um, the deep cause... Think about, you know, whatever happened in your life, what is the deep cause of that instant? Yeah. Really, I don't know. <laughs> you know, no one can say for sure. You know, it's almost like this journey of the soul have certain contract, come to this life to experiencing certain things, including, you know, hardship, including right. trauma, and how we can learn from how we heal from that, it's the same process, but how we can discover, you know, who we are in this process. Right. It's like when I reflecting back, you know, if that didn't happen, not only I would not be able to do what I'm doing now, helping so many people, but also I would not discover who I am in the deeper levels, yes. you know, yeah. discover the meaning of life, including the meaning of challenges including what are we experiencing right now, you know, as a pandemic, you know, it's like, what do we can learn, you know, so personally? I want to make sure that everybody understands two, three things. One, everybody can do Qigong. Like you, you say, if you can't do it standing up, sit down. If you can't do it sitting down, lay down. But everybody can do it and benefit. Yeah? yeah. That's one of the beauty I enjoy so much. Yeah. You know, I was not healthy you know, boy, you know, when I started, was, I was later in uh, 30s, but, you know, still young. 
but my physical condition was so disabled, so limited. So some of the practice is very challenging, you know, for you know, kind of healthy people. But it's adaptable. Right. So and so it's really you know kind of um, do what you can. But this practice is very relaxing. On one hand, can be challenging. It's it's really meditative, very, very relaxing. You adapting. You know, do what you can. But more importantly, is discovering the power still inside of you. You know, no matter what is your health condition, no matter what is your aging. You know, at a time right now, it's like discovering the power, the energy, is the power of life. That's what you're born with. And so that is getting me excited. <laughs> In the whole process, you know, was not easy, but getting me excited, feeling the new level of power, new level of connection, new level of aliveness. It's like I grew up as a child. It's very feeling isolated, feeling you know lonely, feeling kind of not connected. Right. It's not enough. You know, I'm I'm like, who am I? It's like. Doesn't feel, um, what's the words?、Um, Connected. My place in the world. So, discovering the energy inside of you—that、mm. is the link. That's the link. So, when, if you've never heard of Qigong, you've never seen Qigong. How would you describe Qigong to somebody? Yeah. So on one hand,、um, Qigong is、uh, practice. Slow movement, gentle movement, slow sound vibration, slow meditation allow you to slow down the mind, but also connecting with your body and deeply discovering the source, the source of life. And this is energy. This energy is source of life, and that is source of your health, source of your happiness, and source of your creativity, and. Through this process, you also discover your essence of who you are, this timeless essence, this boundless essence. So, it's on one hand, when you connect in that level, yeah, you continuously growing spiritually, expanding your connection in the spiritual dimension, but also bring the power of energy, nourishment of energy to enhance your body, opening your heart. And nourishing your spirit, so you're really discovering a deeper capacity or deeper realization, deeper potential of who you are. So, really, it's about awakening to the wholeness of yourself. And this wholeness is not exclusive from your relationship,、mm-hmm. your relationship with life around you, relationship with Earth, relationship, you know, everyday life. So. You're pushing it energetically, so the the methodology is so simple. <laughs> That's why I make it so easy. Everybody can do it. It's like when you feel in the body, you know, whatever challenge you're experiencing, whether you diagnose or or not, you start noticing. Oh, some part of my body feeling the contraction, and the shoulder maybe feeling the contraction, the chest may feeling the contraction, the hip may feeling the contraction. Oh, I can move my body in certain way. It's not random. Certain designed way, so you can open the contraction. Then you can release in the tension, the stress, 
you know, everyday life stress as well, cumulative stress from the past. Then you, you start to feel the energy is awakening, opening, flowing better. You start to feel a sense of aliveness, sense of power coming back, sense of deeper connection, deeper openness. So when you're repeating that, then you're going deeper. For example, through the sound, you start feeling your heart. <laughs> you know, we talk about the heart, but how often you feel the heart. Right. You feel the energy of the heart. How often you feel like, oh, I can, you know, influence my heart. I can open my heart, you know, without depending on someone else, depends on the circumstances. So it's an incredible, empowering, also enjoyable process. Yes. I, I find can- that, that the, um, for some, you know, for me, meditation has always been very difficult. I mean, there's lots of ways to meditate, but to sit and go, that, that's hard. But there's a movement with the meditation, and, and that makes it easier because um, I've always felt, you know, moving or driving or doing something physical while I med- is my meditation. And I'm thinking of, I know a lot of people in the, in the chronic pain world, let's say, and I really want them to hear this message because they, they'll tell you, I can't do it. I can't do this, but they can do it. And, and, you know, like we said, you can lay down and do it and you'll still benefit from it. And, and, you know, because the head, once I went to see a doctor of Chinese medicine and he said to me, he goes, your head is too strong for your body. I mean, <laughs> my, I made my body do things that I shouldn't be doing because of my head. Inside. And, <laughs> it wasn't a compliment. <laughs> and, and, and I, I get that because I'm so determined, you know, but this isn't like that. This is, this is more gentle. And yeah. And, yeah. So, so on one hand, you know, it's, it's, it's a good thing. You know, you're determined, your head is strong. I think uh, we, we need that. But uh, what are we missing often is a connection between the head and the heart, the connection between the mind and the body. That's what we're missing. So yeah. I would, you know, comment on that um, um, comments. You say, okay, you know, it's not your head is too, you know, hard for your body. But it's really it's about cultivating this connection. Yeah, so making your body stronger, make your energy system stronger. So that is the, the hidden potential is waiting for you. Right. And so in general, you know, as you said, um, um, it's just it's like um, it's just a process of uh, doing it. Because in general, you know, when we meditate, when we're just um, thinking about certain things. And it's very difficult because um, and the mind is, you know, have a, its own kind of story, own concept, yes. own identification. And uh, then you're trying to relax the mind, then you're noticing more thoughts coming up, more destruction come up. So, so the, the, the knowledge I use in this Qigong meditation is like uh, you allowing this monkey mind, which is so busy, so lost out there, to come back to home, come back to home. And so uh, this body is your home. So, but Qigong is more than exercises. Because mm-hmm. when you go into the body, when you're realizing, oh, I have pain here, have challenge here, have stress there, then what happened is we don't want to go deeper. We will run away from it. Right. Yeah. 
But you're like, feel the pain. <laughs> it's okay. Feel it. It's your friend. From exactly, but the、um, the gentle process, as you mentioned, it's it's not like muscular process. It's very feminine process. It's gentle. You connecting with your body with awareness, with a loving kindness, with a deeper acceptance. But also you go further, discovering beneath the pain, there's subtle energy,、mm-hmm. there's aliveness waiting for you, there's a movement waiting for you, there's a.、Um, Power waiting for you. So, so you you discover you're not just like okay, I have to you know work with this pain, you know pushing the pain away, fighting the pain, you know, or solving the problem with the pain. It's literally this gentle process, discovering this aliveness, this life beneath the pain. So when you're connecting that, so you may feel the pain in the beginning, but there's another layer of life. Yeah, you start to become more aware, start awakening. To your experience, so the simultaneous process guiding you to the next step.、Mm-hmm. So that is different from just like a, just awareness or just do exercises. Right. Yeah. And and I want to mention like you're you're、um, in Santa Fe, you you're at the Chi Center that you established, and when Dr. Peng, when you were working with Dr. Peng,、um, during during the revolution. There, a law came out that said that he you can't gather more than a hundred people, and so he took his best teachers and he said, "Go, go forth to the world and teach this to everybody that you know." So you came to, I guess you came to Santa Fe and you started the healing center, the Chi Healing Center there, and it looks amazing. You, how long have you been on that property now? Yeah, actually, I started、uh, teaching Qigong when I was、uh, in Ohio. You know, in the Midwest, a few years. <laughs> <laughs> then moved to San Diego, Ashland, then the Bay Area for many years, eight years, and doing a lot of teaching, a lot of retreat, until I moved to Santa Fe about four years ago, three and a half years ago. So we opened the center here. Now it's a、um, big facility, and really, when people you know can show up in person, usually we have forty to eighty people doing retreat and staying here. You know, between four one week up to six weeks long. Wow! So it's a very intense program, and it's really model what happened in China in the Medicine Chikung Hospital. And but obviously right now, you know,、yeah. we cannot do that in person for the time being. So we move all the program to online. I think that's where probably you discover <laughs> our program and make it so accessible, but also make it as effective. In、right. some way, more effective because you can integrate this into your everyday life. You can also take advantage of、uh, right now have more time staying home. So that is become a, a surprise gift for many of us. Yeah, you do a you do a live show. I think you do a live show Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, something like. I don't remember remember your days that you do the live. Um, but you also have have a program that you, that you that you sell online, so you can purchase the program, the beginner qigong, and and then there's a couple other ones that can go with it if you want. So you have a lot happening. There's lots of video. Hundred days of qigong. I like. So explain the hundred days of qigong. Yes, you know, honestly, since the lockdown, I'm much busier than before. <laughs> Category, <laughs> you know, and so again, and the 
more people need this, but also become more accessible through the internet. And also, you know, again, the, the um, we have more time for this now, um, if we choose to. So, a lot of program we're offering, but for you know new friends, you can start in uh, experimenting that. You know, by taking advantage of free resources, we have a very extensive free program. It's three times a week, Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday, one hour day starting 8.30 mountain time. We have international community join from all over the world. And so that's a free program we're continuing, especially responding to the yeah. pandemic right now. And also we are offering another free resources you can discover on your own time is um, called ancienthealingsecret.com, ancienthealingsecret.com, uh, including ebook, including practice video you can follow easily. And, and one of the benefits is to enhance your immune system right now through this practice by following these videos. And as you mentioned, we have other extended program you can discover on the website, and months, you know, weekly program as well, even online retreat we're doing it. So we're really committed to this process, knowing, you know, um, so many people are stressed, are challenged in health crisis, but also so much challenge, emotional stress, and so on. So we're here to really. Um, offering all these free service, other, you know, program as well. So I thank you for, you know, providing this opportunity to share with all of you. Oh, well, it really is my pleasure. I think I read somewhere, I don't know if it, if it was one of your, your um, people's or not, but somebody had, had, had contracted COVID-19 and they, they said that they were able to get through it because they practiced Qigong. And so it had a, um, the coronavirus hits the, the lungs and it, it's hard to breathe. And so you do a lot of deep breathing with the Qigong. And so it helped, his lungs were, were healthy. And yeah, so we have, it, it helps with that. We have many practitioners, you know, who was able to move slow, the incredible challenge of uh, pandemic, including the infection of the virus uh, more effectively. Even some of them didn't have to go slow the hospital and so on. And even most of them are very aged. It's like more, you know, vulnerable, and, you know, age group, 60 and 70, even 80s. But they're using the Qigong, you know, to move slow this, recover from virus more effectively without yeah. going to the hospital system. And doesn't mean I'm recommending that. You know, if you need, you have to go through the hospital system. But this is the additional thing you can do, even yeah. more empowering thing you can do beyond what hospital can do for you. Yeah, so, so really, the message is instead of feeling like you can't do anything right now, you're just waiting for it to get you, you can, you can download the book. You have a free ebook, right? You can download the book. People can start to, to practice, and, and it, they can start to boost their immune system today, right now. Exactly. exactly. So really acknowledging everything you can invest for your health, for your well-being, for your healing, has a long-lasting benefit. So instead of just responding for crisis, you know, looking for shortcut 
um, our quick fix, yeah, or waiting for someone else taking care of you. You right. can start in, you know, with yourself. So it's, it's really a process of self-care, self-responsibility, self-healing. And in the spiritual dimension, discovering deeper potential. So it's really about self-realization. Mm-hmm. So that is a, um, a way of life. That's a journey of life. But you're starting now, say, I want to take more responsibility for my house, see what I can do you know, by engaging these practices. And that is a big step. That is um, a new choice we can make. Yeah. Tell us about your family. You've got a couple kids. <laughs> I have two little kids, 8 and 13. They're my source of joy as well as source of uh, great challenges. <laughs> As a father, I'm continuously learning, yeah. So we have a small family, my wife, four of us living here yeah. now, you know, living on the property of the center, but very fortunately surrounded by incredible nature, beauty. It's so beautiful there. It's so, like my favorite place on the planet. So gorgeous. So every day we now, um, we take a walk as a family. You know, the kids start to... Um, enjoy the routine, the new routine. They walk in the labyrinths yeah. in each sunset time, you know, from like you can see the horizon, you know, open space of 360 degrees of the horizon, and they're walking on the labyrinths, you know, finish their routine. It's really uh, wonderful. feel very blessed, you know, for that. So, but they must feel a little isolated too. I mean, it's hard with the kids. Yeah, they're actually surprising. The kids are enjoying their time. <laughs> nice, good. <laughs> yeah, occasionally they interact with their friends, slow, you know, so the internet. Boy, girl, one of each, what do you have? Yeah. Little girl and then and brother is the son, I mean my so, son. Yeah. They're literally kind of almost like grown together. Nice. You know, so much every moment they're together. They're even reading book together, same book. <laughs> wow. <laughs> right? <laughs> Play the same game, right? You know, Does the okay. whole family practice Qigong together? And not so much, unfortunately. Um, I'm very busy. And my wife busy, you know, taking care of the family and the kids. But they do some practice on their own. They have a night routine. Before yep. going to bed, they're practicing 10, 15 minutes of Qigong, then my wife able to practice on her own when she can, but she does a lot of healing sessions. That's her practice. Okay. All right. So when people do, like you can have a lot, you can spend a lot of time doing it and you can spend a little time doing it. And is more better? I guess it is. Obviously. <laughs> Everybody knows that. So it's like, um, yeah, you know, just like investment, you know, yeah. return, you know. But how but much this, is enough a day? Like for the average person, if you want to start to heal yourself and, and like how much time would somebody need to spend a day? Yeah, I think uh, from my experience, um, you need to know, you know, how long you practice, you know, expecting what kind of result instead of unrealistic. Sure. You know, you want to be realistic. So in that sense, uh, you know, overall, yes, if you want to maintain your energy level, maintain your health level, I would recommend between at least 15, but average 30 minutes of practice every day. So you can maintain the health schedule. But if you want to improve... I mean, 
not getting worse. If you're not doing anything, you know, effective, then it's getting worse, right? Yeah. That's what, how life goes, you know. You don't have to wait for seven, being 70, 80s, you know. <laughs> Every day, if you're not taking care of your stress, your health is getting worse. Absolutely. Even, you know, after 30. <laughs> so... And then if you want to get better, increase your energy, increase your health level, then I would strongly recommend, you know, realistically, you need uh, more than 30 minutes of practice. Somebody with a chronic condition um, that wants to heal, they would need like a couple hours a day? Is yeah. That re- is that realistic to do? Starting 30 minutes, then you increase in your commitment. Eventually, you, when you're ready, say, I want to, now I'm ready to do one hour practice every day. And some students, right away, I'm ready for two-hour practice. Then, obviously, you enjoy the, the benefit much quicker, you know, right. quicker. So, in general, you know, it's scientific. It's like um, both the quantity and the quality is important. Yeah. So, but without quantity, there's no quality. There's no, <laughs> you know, there's no place to start. So, you have to start with the quantity first then continuously improving your quality, then the combination of quantity, quality, then creating the best design. I just want to say, uh, I want to reiterate that autoimmune diseases, neurological conditions, chronic pain and fatigue, depression, anxiety, cancer, these are all things that can be covered under Qigong, that, that have been healed under Qigong. And you have, you have a program that people can... Yeah, People kind of surprise you without understanding the process. But once the students start in the process, engaging with the practice, it is a process. You know, in the beginning, it's just thinking, oh, this is incurable. How could I possibly yeah. work for me, right? Exactly. But they're willing continue to do the practice, then quickly discover, wow, my heart feeling more open. Wow. I slept better or I better. had an appetite or... Yeah, then, oh, I have more energy during the day. Oh, I feel happier. Wow, I feel, you know, um, more hopeful for life in general, not just healing. So then the, the energy just keep on um, building, expanding. Then to realizing, wait a minute, how come <laughs> my symptom is gone? <laughs> you know, go to the doctor, diagnose, like, wow, you're Parkinson free. Wow, you're cancer free. Or you are out don't of need system. those pills anymore. Totally, yeah. And, you know, the doctor cannot understand because their approach is just medicine, medicine. That's right. And they're not curious. Beyond just conventional medicine. You're activating the internal power. So that cannot be explained by the doctor or by any scientist. So you can explain for yourself. So that is, um, you know, really personal and on the other hand, is universal because you're discovering the universal quality of yourself beyond your own story, your own diagnosis. What is my issue? What is my problems? You know, what happened in my life? You're discovering, oh, energy is the foundation of life. Oh, energy is the source of my joy, source of my healing. That's universal for everyone. Right. Yeah, that's the amazing part. Okay, I got, I got a funny question for <laughs> you. When you do your videos, you've got two pictures. You got a baby, and you've got Dr. Pang. Who's the baby? Ah, that baby actually from a magazine. 
thought he was going to be the reincarnation of Dr. Bang or something. Yeah, because when I saw this picture, I love her so much. She's oh, like, that's funny. So divine, you know, only way I can describe, just so divine. So I've been using that picture illustrating, you know, we are born with this divine nature. Got it. About just that particular baby, you know. Yeah. And my baby is beautiful, you know. Sure. It's still beautiful, but it looks different from that picture. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> divine feeling, divine yeah. is so beautifully illustrated by this picture. That's why I'm I using. See. That's yeah. funny. Yeah, that's funny. Well, it's as I said at the top of the hour. You know, it's really easy to see how you how you came to be recognized as the Qigong Master uh, of the Year because you are very personable and engaging and um, good sense of humor. Like it's fun. I mean, it's fun to learn from you. You know, what's the point if you're not enjoying it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, what's the point if you want to heal certain condition? If you're not enjoying yourself, enjoy life, enjoy energy, what's the point of fixing any problem even, right? What point of living? You know, we all want to live longer. What's the point if you're not enjoying yourself? Exactly. One so, piece I really want to bring to our awareness, you know. You know life can be challenging, but um, if you able to enjoy yourself, enjoy energy in a new way, then the rest will, can take care of itself much more effectively, much more enjoyable, much more fulfilling ways. And again, the practice is just so simple. Everyone can do it, so accessible. Everyone can experience it. And, but also, most importantly, is really right now, it's about taking care of ourselves. You know, I think I think the hardest part of all of this is really that taking that responsibility for you, because most people play the blame game. They want to blame everybody else for what's happening in their life. And you can't. You just have to take that power back. I always say, you know, when you give when you blame people, you're like you're losing your power. So you take your power back and, and you say, yeah, I'm in charge now. I get to choose if I'm going to heal myself or not. Like, that's pretty exciting. And yeah, you become, you know, the cause or co-creator of your life. Yeah. And, you know, when I say people call me Mass Minton, whatever, is the title is really representing the most important thing in your life is mastering your energy. Yes. I like to, we gotta talk about that before we go. The master. You are you Master Pang, Grandmaster Pang. How do you become a Grandmaster, a Master, and it's, it's given to you from your Grandmaster, from your, like, how was this, this recognition given? Yeah, it's not so formal, but it is traditionally speaking, you know, um, Qigong has a long history, 5,000 years of history. Mm-hmm. And, but most of, of these, you know, lineages, our score of practice is kind of hidden underground you know, even in China until 40, 50 years ago. So Dr. Pamin is among very few pioneers start to like open the secret to the mainstream and particularly, you know, for health healing reason. So the government start to support that. That's why, you know, the movement expanded very fast. And that's why, you know, at a time 5,000 people showing up for these incredible benefits. But, um, for him, he studied with many teachers, yeah, many teachers. And all these lineages, 
They want, to, want him to be kind of a lineage holder, so to speak. But he decided not to do that. He decided to create a new system based on these ancient traditions. So incorporating the best he learned, but also tracing back to what is universal, you know, energetic uh, paradigm, energetic essence, such as, you know, Taoist, Buddhist teaching, such as, you know, shamanistic uh, or, um, approach in, you know, from ancient history. So he kind of putting them together as a one system. And that's why he qualifies a grandmaster. Grandmaster is someone creating a system. But he's not like creating out of blue. Unfortunately, a lot of people do that right now. You know, go to a workshop, learn just something here, here, you know, like a buffet. Then you put them together and say, hey, this is my system. (laughs) That's not his process. He had to really work hard for more than 40 years. And he had a proven process. I mean, his was scientifically proven. Exactly. Put the system together. And so it's a very integrative system, but really honoring the tradition, honoring the essence, you know, of long history. Your, your system is called Wisdom Healing Qigong. And there's other different names for other Qigongs, right? But this, this specifically is... Qigong out there, but most of Qigong is focused on a form, focused on a routine, mm-hmm. yeah, different form of you know, Tai Chi, different form of animal movement, different form of, you know, uh, even addressing particular issues. And, but this is a system. It's very different from a form. Right. System has its own, not a, you know, combination of method. In right. this case, many different kind of movement, plus the sound healing, plus meditation. And, but also behind that, these method, this uh, methodology, how to work with energy. And besides, besides the methodology, there's a paradigm of cosmology, you know, how to perceive the universe as it is, the nature of the universe, and the nature of energy, nature of creation, nature of interconnectedness of life. So from that place, you can qualify as a system. Got it. So Saying we learn in our life, you know, you go to different kind of workshop or different video, mostly focus on a technique, just technique. Right. That doesn't qualify the system. And so yeah. it's a very different, different way, you know, different approach here. Yeah. Well, I want to thank you so much, Master Ming Tong Gu, who joined us for this, you know, the last hour. Um, you've been such a delight and a pleasure to be with us. And for those of you who are watching, thank you so much for joining us. And for those of you who will be watching and listening, thank you for, for tuning into this show. I think you're going to find there's just so much here for you. Lots of meat, lots of meat and potatoes, <laughs> as they say over here. Okay. I'm going to, we're going to say goodbye to Facebook and I'm going to stop the live stream. Goodbye. And okay, let me just stop our recording because we don't need that.